What's up? This is Dominique, and you're listening to Season with Soft, the podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about saying no. Sometimes you just got to say no, y'all. sometimes we make a habit of saying yes to things that we know that we don't have the capacity or the interest in doing and it's pretty reckless um i think that in these cases saying no becomes a detriment to our mental health becomes a detriment to us spiritually and then also it has a huge impact on our physical being so yeah Let me just also say that even though this episode is about saying no, if you always say no, if you're just a no, 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 no kind of person, then this episode is probably not for you. This is the people like me who tend to say yes before we even think about whether we have the capacity or the interest or the time or whatever. So what I was thinking about is what are some ways to navigate our decision-making when we are people who tend to say yes a lot. And so I thought about um, a couple of things that have been helpful for me. Number one, don't give an answer right away. Give yourself the time to consider your capacity and your interest. I think that it's okay to say, I need to think about this. Can I get back to you? Can we circle back? I need to know that I have all the time, the dedication to um, contribute to this and do it in an excellent way. And just because you might be hungry or open for an opportunity doesn't mean that every opportunity that presents itself to you is a good one. Um, you also need to, if you're going to say yes to things or before you say yes, you need to know all the information, like how many resources are available to me? What can I depend on the person who's asking me to do it for? Um, does it pay, you know, what, what, what's the benefit to me? Those are the things that you need to think about. There are some people in your life who will always come to you first because they anticipate that you'll say yes without considering whether it's really possible for you to do it. And so you need to watch those folks. Number two, fight the urge to do things for the sake of feeling needed. People will take advantage of you. People will take advantage of you. They will make you feel like, you know, heck, I just came to you because, you know, I know that, you know, you work so hard and you've done it before and you just, they will game you. They will put you in a place where it's very difficult for you to turn them down because they know how to make you feel needed because they are taking advantage of that part of who you are. And you have to be careful with those people. And you sometimes have to just ask them, you know, have you asked other people for help? Um, what's been your process for making this decision to ask me? You just really have to ask people. Um, is there anybody else that you ask that you're waiting for an answer from? 
right? Like, am I your first, am I the first person you came to or am I the last person that you came to? Sometimes you have to ask, how come you can't do it yourself? Hmm? Yeah. So I think that that's important. Number three is anticipate that you may feel bad for saying no. Feeling bad should not, I'm telling you, saints, friends, it should not equate to you changing your mind. Because sometimes it will feel bad to tell people no. And sometimes people will make you feel like you are their only option when really you are just the first person that they asked. And so, you know, you have to know that like sometimes it's not going to feel bad, especially if you're a yes person. No, never feels bad because it feels like you're letting someone down or you're not being loyal or whatever that might mean. But you still have to say no if you have the if you do not have the capacity to do it. There are going to be sometimes when you have the capacity to do it, but it's just not the right time, right? It's hard for me to do things wholeheartedly if I'm stressed or if I'm concerned about things that are going on in my life. So I just have to say no. And I think that. Um, you know, knowing like your own self, your body, your timing, your thinking, your mindset are really important because you can set yourself up for failure. And then there are some things that sometimes it's too far in advance for you to say yes to. I don't know yet because like me, I can admit I'm a little bit moody, right? Um, and sometimes um, I'll say yes early, but then when it's time to execute, I'm like, I wish I wouldn't say yes, especially anything like that requires me to like turn on the extrovert, that little extrovert in me that exists. Um, that can be very difficult. So you will feel bad sometimes. And sometimes it'll be the opposite. Sometimes you'll feel so much freedom with saying no because you don't do it often enough or you don't do it enough in general. So don't, um, this is number four, don't always need a reason to say no. Sometimes the reason is this doesn't contribute to my wellness. Sometimes you don't have to explain why your no means no. I just can't do it because I said I can't do it. Or sometimes it's I really don't want to. And when I want to do things, I do them very well. When I don't want to do things, my heart's not in it and I'm not proud of the product. So I'm going to have to say no. I think, let me just go back a couple, I'll go back a couple things because I was thinking about how annoying it is when I ask somebody to do something and they don't want to do it. So they start asking me who else I ask. Don't worry about it. Listen, if you don't want to do it, just say I don't have the capacity to do it. Don't make yourself responsible for doing problem solving after you said no. That person is the person in need, right? I think sometimes you have to have a conversation around loyalty with that person. Like, this doesn't mean that I'm not loyal, that I don't support you, that I'm not here for you 100%. It just means I can't do it this time. Um, and sometimes people really struggle with that conversation, right? Because to them, like, if you don't produce or, or, or if you're not there for them every time, then that means that you are not loyal or you're not a devoted or committed friend. And you have to really reset people in that lane to say, no, that's not what it means. It just means that I'm unable to do it right now. And so you don't always need a reason to say no. Also, be careful not to say no and then make it your responsibility. Like I said, this is number five. Make it your responsibility to find a solution. Listen, if you ask me to give you a ride, 
I'm not going to sit down and I can't give you a ride. I'm not going to troubleshoot with you. Did you ask Sue? Did you ask Bob? Bob's going in that direction. Sometimes that person just needs to figure it out on their own. And when you get into it, like if you're not careful, like you'll be running around trying to find somebody a ride. And after you have put all the energy into running around to find them a, a ride, you might as well have just done it yourself, right? So allocation of energy is allocation of energy, right? And so when your no means no, sometimes you got to put a hard stop on that. Like, I can't put any energy into this. Like, none, right? I'm stressed out already. And sometimes people need to know that, yes, people also have priorities that exist outside of the person that's asking. No, my life does not revolve around you. I have other things that I need to accomplish, other things that I need to do. And so I'm unable to do whatever it is that you need. And it doesn't mean that I will always be unable. It doesn't mean I'll always be unavailable. It just means that this time it's a no. Um, I think also too, like, especially when the thing that somebody is asking you to do is something complex or something that you need to be thinking about deeply or something that you really need to consider or maybe the ask is not complex but the relationship is complex which makes the answer really important or something that might mean something later like you have to stop that um process um and you have to be able to say um i need to pray about it i need to talk to god about it i need to think about it some more because some decisions might seem really easy but then when you consider the long-term implications of the decision then you have to kind of draw back you know and make sure that you're doing the right thing um if you're a person who says no all the time um that can be considered selfishness right like especially if you have a need and i know that some people like myself like i really don't rely on a lot of people for things generally when i'm asking people for support i'm asking them to do something that is of interest to a large group of people and perhaps even a benefit to them right an honor for them to participate or it's for the church it's for the lord or you know, it's for their upward mobility, so on and so forth. Um, and so consider at times the honor associated with someone asking you to do something. And so sometimes it doesn't matter whether they ask you first or whether they ask you last. Um, a part of that yes or no decision-making has to center around the mutual benefit, right? Like, what does it cost you with regard to your time, your talent, your energy? Like, what is it that you have to extend in order to get it done? And can you get it back? Can you get it back? Do you need it back, right? Um, Because you don't, life is so... Um, it's really sometimes hard to figure out life and the, the, the turns and the, the hills and the valleys that you have to navigate in life. Like you never know when you're going to need other people, but you also never know when you're going to need a part of yourself that you can't extend or share out to other people. And there are some seasons in our lives where we're not emotionally available. We're physically available, but we're not emotionally available. We're not mentally available. We're not spiritually 
available at times, right? Um, I was thinking about um, like when I'm preparing to minister and the toll that it puts on me when I'm sharing my time and energy is like really important because I'm already like wrestling with um, being a person that procrastinates, right? And then people are asking me things in that season and it's very, very difficult for me to navigate like how to prioritize what is important versus what I'm being asked to do. And so sometimes I'm doing things that I know I don't have the capacity to do, but I'm trying to find ways to kind of get off of what I need to be focused on. Um, and that can be very dangerous. Um, and so like, I love the scripture in the Bible that reminds us to let our yes be yes and our no be no. And I think that ultimately it comes down to how you want to show up as a person. And I think one of the worst things, especially in a friendship or a relationship in general, is when somebody agrees to do something that they don't want to do. Um, because it's almost better to just say, you know what, for the sake of our friendship, our relationship, our marriage, our courtship, whatever you're in with them, I think it's better if I identify somebody else to do it. And listen, sometimes it's just better to pay people um, and let that be a part of the benefit of working with them. Sometimes it's better to just find a stranger to do it so that you don't sever a relationship with someone um, because they say no. A lot of times we're trying to get the hookup or we're trying to benefit from a relationship that we already have standing and we're trying to save money or save time or save resources and it doesn't end up being that and then it has a negative impact on the friendship or the relationship that you're carrying. And so... Yes, I have a skill and I have a talent. Like, I love to make flyers. But I don't want that part of me to be the reason that I fall out of uh, fellowship with a friend because I didn't get a flyer to them in time. Um, I don't, I also have to be very intentional with um, clear communication with my yes to a friend. Um, crosses the boundary into my profession, right, or into my skill set. Like if I don't, if I if I always say yes to you because we're friends, or if you even have an expectation that I always say yes to you when it comes to my gifting because we're friends, I have to be careful with that because I have to make sure that you're not manipulating or using or taking advantage of our friendship by using my gifting. Right. I had a friend and maybe they listen to my podcast and they know who, who, who they're talking about, but who I'm talking about. But, oh, well, they, I've already expressed this to them. But they had told me one time that they um, were they loved a skill set that I brought, something that I was doing for them. Um, and they really loved for me to do it. Uh, and. I, but there were some other friends that were doing some of the same things for them. And I was like, okay, so I was getting ready to do this thing. It might be preaching. I don't know. And um, and um, I had noticed that when other people were, were doing this particular, operating in this particular gifting for this person, that they would make a flyer or they would, you know, like they would promote it. They would be telling everybody, oh, yeah, you know, such and such is walking in their gifting on my behalf or at my church or whatever. Um, and 
I realized, so I asked him one day, I was like, yeah, I noticed that like when you have other people, like you always like promote them. But when you ask to borrow from my gifting or to benefit from my gifting, like you don't do that at all. And the person told me why. And it was the dumbest (laughs) excuse from, from my perspective ever. And what it did was it helped me to navigate that friendship in a different way and to separate my gifting from that particular friendship. So I have to ask, like, are you asking me this because we're friends? Um, and you want to benefit from my ministry? Or are you asking me this um, because you couldn't find somebody else? And then how can I ensure that there is equity in the way that you treat my gifting in comparison to the way that you treat the gifting of other people, right? So before I say yes, I need to know that you're not going to dishonor my gifting or you're not going to dishonor my yes, And I think that that is really important because if you don't set those boundaries with friends, they will take advantage of you all the time. Um, I had another instance where um, I had been serving in in a leadership role, you know, for a lot of years. And my time or my tenure in serving in this particular leadership role had ended um, and a new um, group of leaders um, had come in and filled um, space and they um, approached me about, you know, serving in a leadership position, but they were telling me that they wanted it to be on the low or they wanted me to offer advisement, but they didn't want other people to know it because they wanted to minimize or my visibility because I had already been visible in the particular, this particular organization. And at the time I was okay with that because I was also tired of visibility but in hindsight, it was a very bad um, it was a very bad situation that I allowed myself to offer a yes to someone who didn't honor my gifting in association with my person. Right? They they couldn't they wanted what I could offer, but they didn't want my face, like my like my being, to be connected to it and. I had to, I had to think about that. Another instance that, because we're in the season of growing and learning, um, you know, there there was a situation where um, some of the things, some of the things that I'm very proud of as far as accomplishments were being um, chronicled on a website or you know chronicled in 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 print, and those things were not correctly chronicled, discounted my investment and my time and the things that I put into this particular work. And when I mentioned it to the group, the people, they were very unresponsive. Like they didn't care about making the correction. But then later on, when they needed something associated with my gifting, they were like, can you, when we see that you were able to do this, can, would you be able to do X, Y, and Z? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Because, and then the, sometimes the approach is like, if somebody is 
formally communicating with other people, um, you know, about the use of their gifting and the affirmation and the validation of their gifting, but then they text you or whisper to you on the side. No, 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 no. You have to set a standard for how you want to be treated and you have to put a value on your yes. And that's not to say have a funky attitude or be rude or, you know, you know, have a writer when somebody asks you. That's not it's not to say that at all. But it's just to say that if you don't value your yes, nobody else will. People will use you in the background to look good in the front round. Right. Like they, They're going to they will do what you allow them to do. And so you have to really put a value on your yes and you have to be sincere about your no and you just have to be firm and confident when you have to say no. And that is what this episode is about. This is episode 100. Let me take the time to thank you all. You listen to this podcast and you don't have to and I'm greatly appreciative of the time that you take to support this podcast. I love you all. Um, Please, please, please subscribe. Please share if something that is said um, ministered to you or is beneficial to your life, your career, your journey. And I appreciate you all and I love you. And uh, please go to my website, www.seasonwithsaltpodcast.com to listen to other episodes. I'm also on a number of different platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and others. So I love to interact with you. And I thank you for the time that you spend uh, listening to my podcast. Season with soul, with soul, with soul.